And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who's as sweet as honeysuckle and plump as a honeydew. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who likes his comedy clean and his moose tracks extreme. It's the F-King, Alan Moss. And a producer whose show just wrapped, so he's decided to take a nice, relaxing, psychotic break. It's Greg Heller. Jeff Jeff is here to put his gourds in your horn of plenty. I'm her husband, Daniel, and good news, I'm allowed to buy the new iPhone. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little apple fritters. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I would like to say hello to my guest. Hello, Greg Heller. Hello, Allison. How are the levels? For <laughs> listeners who don't know, there's this little audio box sort of in the center of the table. One could say it's in front of Greg. It's also in front of the rest of us. It has little dials uh, and we all plug our headphones into it and then we can adjust our own volume. However, Greg has been adjusting all of the volumes. <laughs> well, this box is very confusing, Allison, because there are six cables going into it, but it only has four knobs. So, so it's very hard to figure out which knob corresponds to which cable. Set but, it and forget it. So if you Thanks. turn all of them, you're just hoping to find it. <laughs> but even after I pointed out, I still saw you riding yeah, all the knobs. I was riding the faders. Now I feel guilty. And also I feel like I've destroyed my own mix. And I know Jeff is like secretly like kind of a little pissed about it. I don't even <laughs> know if it's secret. If I turn this one. Um, hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Oh, thank you. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's what I was doing. Hi, Jenna Kim Jones. <laughs> we'll catch up with your new hair and your new phone. Oh, yes. Hello, Alan Moss. Hello. And hello, Daniel Quantz. Hi. Hi, Chef Jeff. Hi, Allison. I am loving this rain. Are you loving this rain or what? Water can yeah. suck a dick. I don't like it that much. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's funny that I said that because I like rain. But uh, and what's I talking about? Seattle? About the torrential downpour in Seattle. I think you were talking about oh, drinking, drinking water. water. Just, that's just right. drinking water. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just in general. In, that's, yes, that is when I feel that it can suck a dick, when it's in my glass, and I would rather it be some kind of diet soda or something mm-hmm. like that. I hear that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What's your beverage of, well, we know it's Diet Coke, yeah. but these days, what's your beverage of choice? I drink so much water, you would really? just die. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I drink like... Probably about four or four, five liters a day. Four or five liters of water a, a day. I don't know what a liter, liter is. Liter is, yeah. It's like... Um, oh, it's one speak of Speak American. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that a liter? Yes, this <laughs> bottle of um, Refreshé Wild <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkling water beverage. This is a liter. So you yeah. drink four or five At least. At least. Do you crave water now? No, I just do it because it's like, well, I'm supposed to be healthy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's four, four and a half weeks. How much time? About four and a uh, half weeks. Yeah, it's like five, six. The countdown is on. Let's just have a freaking baby already. <laughs> okay? Is, is Jenna Jr. kicking or something? Because you were Oh, like yes. Pain. She is just killing me the last few days where it's just like a constant just pushing out. 
It's not like a kick. It's slow <laughs> and it's forceful and she just pushes as hard as she can against my abs. It's an aggressive nudge. Yes. It's slow motion. Can they punch their way out? Like, can they just... I don't know. Like, like alien Just like alien style? Yeah. I, <laughs> Has that, that ever happened? Like, no. a baby just goes... And just I had a dream out. that I could see through my stomach and just oh. stare at her. Really? Did she yes. look normal for no, a baby? No, she was like... She had these kind of scary eyes that freaked <laughs> oh, me out no. in my dream. Yeah, but it was the creepiest dream ever. I woke up and I thought, I, that was horrifying. Because you, you could just look down and she would just like be looking up at you with these creepy eyes floating in your stomach. <laughs> it was that horrible. Creepy. Yeah, it was horrible. That's so, kind of cool though. That's like one of those things where you're, there's something like existential happening there, right? Where you're like brain and your baby are communicating in some weird way, right? I don't know. There's Maybe been- that was your baby's dream. Does, does oh your baby, wait, seriously though, does your baby have the same dreams as you? I have no idea. Oh. That's like a matrix question. She, I gave Alan a hug when he got home from work today and she kicked Alan. <laughs> yeah. She kicked me in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like that. It is like, she's very active and I talked to my sister about it and apparently her babies were not super active. So I don't know if this is unusual or not, but I feel like it is all day and even in the night she wakes me up. So, so you don't drink Diet Coke now? I sip it. Occasionally for mouse, as opposed to what guzzle? <laughs> like what? Oh, usually, for? Like, usually hey, I'd be like, "Don't you want? Couldn't you just use a fresh diet coke right now?" <laughs> uh, no, I'm fine. I think you might want one. Yeah, and then I'll drink I'll his. Yeah. But I do, I used to drink like t- two liters of diet. Coke. I mean, like a day, maybe not that much it a day, but like a lot. Much. Three, four cans. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And now it's hardly, not even a can. I've told you guys my theory before that like you have to do certain things to keep yourself from doing other things. Like I told you that I think there should be an app where people can always be on their way to your house so your house can be clean. Oh, Mm -hmm. unexpected guester. Unexpected guester. And you can do that (laughs) thing where like you have to be pregnant to stop drinking Diet Coke. Yeah. I also want there to be a pill that gives you the flu so you can stop drinking for a couple of days. Mm. Because when I have the flu, I will not drink any alcohol. So I feel like if I ever was going to sober up, I would just have to get the flu for like six months. I remember in college, my friend wished that um, birth control could be put in cigarettes because then she oh, said yeah. that she'd be the most sterile person around. Right. And all of us who were smoking at the time were like, we would too. <laughs> that was back in the day when the whole focus was just not getting pregnant. Um, speaking of, I was at the fertility clinic recently where I spent so much time. Point of parliamentary procedure though. Did we complete introductions? We did. Yes. Okay, cool. So what happened? Do you need to turn more knobs? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wait. I have an announcement. An announcement. And then fertility clinic. Due to overwhelming, and I did say that like a douchebag, um, demand, <laughs> Touch the Tushy Ringtone is now available on iTunes. So if you want to get it on iTunes. Rocketing up the charts. That's right. Yeah. Go there. <laughs> what if I became an overnight pop star? Because of this, I would be so happy with that. Like they're That'd playing it in nightclubs around the country. <laughs> like, like you just, go to you go yes. to Israel and there's just a bunch of people in the club with I, the suds. I just see you on a like a neon poster with Japanese words all over it. Or something. Yeah. yeah, and sunglasses that are just like a straight band right. across my and head. And that yeah. picture of Wendy with, that you took when you were super high yeah. as yeah. your yeah. as yeah. your, your yeah. album cover. But because you're a one hit wonder, everywhere you go, touch the, the tushy has to appear in quotes below you. So people yeah. know who you Daniel are. Daniel Kwan, touch the tushy. Yeah. Right. And you do. You have to that. come out and do like a couple of covers and some bullshit <laughs> album tracks that nobody cares about. And then at the end, you play touch the tushy and everybody just goes bananas. It'll be 
Carly Rae Jepsen, Daniel Fred. It'll be the song of spring break 2016. Let's make it happen. No one will forget where they were when they first That's heard right. Daniel Quantz's touch the tushy. They start, they start playing it during commercial breaks when they're heading out to commercial breaks during football. That would be awesome. <laughs> you, any, yeah, any influential DJs out there, get on it. Well, Greg is we right here. We have a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> what was your DJ name? I was trying DJ to remember. DJ Second Banana or no, something? I couldn't remember. I can only remember the... <laughs> DJ Hungover. No, my buddy who I used to DJ with was called DJ Yes Dear. Which is what he, the way that he spoke to his wife. But I don't think, I don't know if I had one. I have to go back and like ask some of it's my It's gotta buddies. be something to do with either kale or a yoga position. No, this was like pre kale. Yeah, a lobsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, DJ anyway. Lobsters. Influential is a bit of a stretch. Probably. After Greg <laughs> was a DJ, I think it was after, mm. he produced behind the music. So, yes. So you oh. could produce the touch, the Daniel Quantz behind wonder, the wonder music. Behind the music. Behind the music about yeah. touch the tushy. That would be yeah. awesome. But it'd be more likely to be a where, where are they now? Oh, right. Did yeah. you do those too? No, I didn't have anything to do with that. But <laughs> no, you could still already the sit been, down, so. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get on like you end up on a cruise ship with like EMF Ooh, and I, right said Fred. Everybody says awesome. one song mm-hmm. and Jesus Jones. Yes, right here, right now. <laughs> in quotes. Yeah, be awesome. And then the where is he now could be instead of you working at some Taco Bell like all the other people. They it's like oh no, he went back to his high paying executive <laughs> job where he made more money than he did off the single. <laughs> That's right. That's my thing. Well, so anyway, you can get that by searching Touch the Tushy on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Okay. So I was at the fertility clinic. Okay. 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 By the way, I wish I could remember who it was. Let's do a whole episode that's only sidebars (laughs) and just never get to any topics. I feel like that's kind of what we do. Yeah. Yeah, Just be deliberately doing that. (laughs) Someone wrote, oh, I wish I could remember who it was. Whoever it was, I love you. Thank you for writing in and asked if... The MK doctor sounds kind of like Phil Rosenthal because that's what he imagines that he sounds like after hearing Phil Rosenthal on my Monday show. Yes, somewhat similar. I don't think so. All right, there's room for debate. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly in the same realm, but you disagree. No, who was I saying sounds like Phil Rosenthal last night? There was another person that. That is important. <laughs> no, there was. Yeah. What, what were we watching? It was something. It doesn't matter. Uh, I think that I think Phil has more of a um, a high pitched kind of uh, energy, and the the doctor's got more of a mellow kind okay. of vibe. Yeah, he's like this. Okay, and then uh, but they both they both enunciate very well. Yeah. and speak somewhat slowly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I already wish we hadn't this this sidebar. I would like. To, I'm going to exit now. <laughs> okay. I just hit the X on this. Are sidebar. there any more? Just me or anyone's? <laughs> we haven't even gotten okay, there yet. Right. So anyway, I'm at the fertility clinic where I've spent a lot of time. And I, since going there, I've noticed I can always tell when people are brand new to being at the fertility clinic because there's this sort of over eager intensity 
that I think is to mask how uncomfortable they are. And for some reason, I don't, I should have more patient patience for it because I'm sure that we were those people too. But for some reason, I don't. And I just feel like, come on, we all jack off in cups. We all have them. St- we all, they've been inside all of our vaginas as well. It's not a big deal. <laughs> just sit there and play on your phone like everyone else here. And by the way, please silence your phone because women there, do ne- they never silence their phones. I don't know why. Anyway, though, Ugh. so it was very packed this one day. And there's a woman sitting like directly in my sight line. And then, and they call the guy in. So he goes in and she stays there. And then he comes back out holding his, um, is that, did they call him in to jack off? Yes. I didn't know what they were calling him in for, but he came back out to the lobby, to the waiting room, (laughs) waiting room. And he kneeled down to his wife and he said in a voice that the entire room heard, that was the most expensive orgasm I've ever had. And then they both laughed like this was the funniest thing ever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's holding his yellow sheet, which is what they give you after you pay. And it says something like 265. And I'm like, that's not the most expensive orgasm, really. I've had more expensive ones. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, I don't know actually how much is it, but I think it's 265 (laughs) at that place. Oh, I was going to say college. Also, <laughs> I think it's a little bit weird when a man uses the term orgasm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it did seem strange. I was like, that yeah. is technically what that was. Yeah. But, but I, I've never really, I think that's weird. It felt weird to me. But anyway, so he said that to her. They laughed uproariously. And I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> but I kind of giggled. But then they leaned in and they went like this. Boom. <laughs> yes, no, that is what the no. kisses sound. There was maybe, a whole, whole flurry of tiny kisses. No, maybe the reason they can't get pregnant is because <laughs> the baby doesn't want to be born into that. <laughs> Who? Yeah, no. Who publicly kisses like this? Okay, I think if Were I tried touch- to even do that to Alan, he would actually put his hand on my face. <laughs> Were they touching lips when they did that? I don't know. I just heard it, and then oh. like my, whole, my whole body went. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all make that noise at the same time. It'll be good radio. Ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get my ew, gross, it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. A lot of hairs just stood up on a lot of necks. Just yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that is going on. So that's been haunting you, obviously. Yes. <laughs> but at least he had a good orgasm. Yeah, you're right. There was something that was that was too much about it. It's just, it's but you're right. It's the word. Yeah. What would be the better word? That was the most expensive um, jizz load I just dropped <laughs> off. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah, there's no way to put it. Those yeah, are some you know pricey ropes. Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's the ex- most expensive nut. <laughs> you know what it is? It's fine to comment on the uncomfortableness of it, but we don't need to know exactly what you don't were doing paint a picture. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we just did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of painting a picture, here's a story that I shouldn't tell, but I was amused by it. So I'll tell you guys, even though it's going to be gross. This is filed under fart chat. Okay. So (laughs) middle of the night, the other night, uh, I woke up and Daniel also woke up and it's rare for him to wake up in the middle of the night. And Mm -hmm. do you remember what you said? Why don't you tell them? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I forget the word exactly. I think you said... (laughs) it smells like farts in here (laughs) but i feel like it might have been a stronger word than that well it's what it smelled like because i remember the smell 
it smelled like I was lying in a giant dirty diaper, like like that that baby poop smell, you know, that very specific baby poop smell. Yeah. So I said, "Huh, I can't smell it." It was a real she who dealt it. She who not a denied supplied. That's right. But no, no, no. If you can't smell your own fart, then. If you can't smell it, then you farted. That happened in fourth grade. They all claimed that. And I was like, that makes no sense. Yeah. Whoever denied it supplied it. Right. But I think that's whoever denied it supplied it suggests that you're lying versus in fourth grade. They were like, oh, no, no one can smell their own farts. So no there one, was no this, one can ever smell. Their own there was like, like the fart McCarthyism took over the room. And they're like, do, do you smell that? Do you smell that? Do you smell that? Do you smell that? And everyone said, yes, but I was so honest. I said, no. And then they all decided I had laid the fart, but I had not. It was not me. And they were all like laying on their desks with their head in their hands. going like, oh, Allison, could you crack a window? Uh. I used to think that it was so I used to side with you in those me. stories. I swear it wasn't. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I sounds like you were a heavy farter as a kid. Did you fart? a lot when you were a kid just the regular amount except <laughs> one time i was taking a gymnastics class Trouble. and i could not stop yeah. farting <laughs> and i felt really bad for like the teacher who was helping me do a cartwheel or something oh <laughs> cartwheel more like fartwheel fart oh yeah <laughs> anyway fart chat look this is a, a fart sidebar within the main fart story so i said because i had just woken up and I was like, huh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't smell it. I don't know what, I don't know. Maybe you woke yourself up. And then, well, the thing is I woke up with a stomach ache feeling like I needed to go <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> so then, I'm sorry, it's, it's now getting disgusting. The evidence mounts. So Didn't then, you say maybe it oh was Oh my Wendy? gosh. <laughs> Speaking of Wendy, just once again, this story, is, no, no, she's under, she's under my seat, but this story is occupied by, I mean, sorry. Oh. All faculties are shutting down, shutting down, <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> All the farts are heading to my brain. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. It's interesting that this story, I, can, I feel like I'm smelling this story right now. Is anyone else smelling that? That's not, I swear to God, it is not me. It is the dog. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to, oh my God, I'm trying to get to the point. Okay. So I sat there. <laughs> I sat there in bed wondering, was I sleep farting? But then I, I this is the whole point. I actually had this thought. I don't think I was because I'm not laughing right now. Because <laughs> that's how I know I farted. I laugh. But anyway, probably that's I was. That's not how I know you farted. <laughs> I was probably sleep farting. Sorry about that. You know, because your eyes are watering. Yeah. Farts don't count in your sleep. I don't think they should. Yeah, they don't. Because you. you can't. There's no control. You can't. Sometimes right. I hear my wife fart when she's sleeping, and I think it's really cute. Because I imagine that so how long she's had to fart for. <laughs> and then as soon as she goes to sleep, the farts are like, oh, God, <laughs> thank the fucking Lord. We're out of here. And I hear the little farts go. <laughs> and you can you can tell that there's like so many farts in her tiny little body. Oh, it's cute. I think those farts. What does she think of your farts? She's not that into them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty bummed on it. It's not cute or funny when guys. Fart. Yeah, well, I do think it's yeah. very funny that 
women can only say, I have to go to the bathroom when they mean take a dump. <laughs> Anytime my wife is like, I have to go to the bathroom, I'm like, why didn't you say pee? Why didn't you say pee? Because, <laughs> because they want know. the option. No, no, no. When they have to pee, they say pee. Yeah, we do. When they say use the bathroom, that for sure means clip a deuce. That's what it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> is it, do I do that? Uh, you are not as normal as others. Oh. You say things like potty. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. That's what Daniel says. Yeah. yeah. I have it's to go to the potty, and I'm like, who are we? Is there a child somewhere that <laughs> does, we're talking to? Wait, does to? potty mean one and two? It, no, just, you never know. It usually means two. It's a real crapshoot. You know? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. what? It's a poop shoot. Daniel always says potty. Mm-hmm. Do you really? When you have to pee? You Here, say potty? Maybe it's like an Arizona Utah thing. I don't know. I have no mm. idea why. When you that. have to pee, you I say really, potty? No. No, when you have to yeah. duke, you say potty. Sure. Yeah. But when you have to pee, you say I have to take a piss. I think so. I don't like you wouldn't know. be at a baseball game and turn to one of your buddies and be like, "I have to potty." Well, I would never. No, no, no. I would never say that. I only say that to Allison. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's a home word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. You don't say it in public. No, you would say. Yeah. yeah, I'm not out at a Dodgers game with the bros and go, "Hey, <laughs> hey, guys, excuse me, I'm going to go to the potty." <laughs> and then you get to the you urinal and beers? pull your pants all the way down to the floor. <laughs> Pick you up some beers and some Dodger dogs. I'm, I'm going to hit the potty. <laughs> Sometimes you say you're going to hit the turlet. The turlet, yeah. We like to call it turlet. It's just our thing. Mm. But I remember early on, the first time I heard potty, I was like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a term for a child Do you imagine bathroom. me on, on one of those little kids' potties? Like, <laughs> you, better, you better hope I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I don't. Okay. I See, but you painted it. But do you get proud yeah. of Daniel when he makes a successful potty? <laughs> I do. When, yeah. <laughs> him and, yeah. I do. I do. He this gets a nice. little sticker. When he makes a boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna say My family has had long, extensive conversations about what you, what they're going to teach their kids to say. Because in my family, my mom said, wets and stinkies for oh. pee and poo. Yeah. And that's what she Stinkies taught us. And stinkies. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. And so uh, my all my older siblings have been like, no, there's no way we're using those. But then we've had a long talks of like, so is it just poo and pee? Is it one and two? Right. Is it leak and dump? Yeah. Leak what and are- dump. That sounds <laughs> no. like a my mom kind of was soup. the worst. My mom was the worst about all that stuff. She said BM. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard like, that you have one. to make a BM. There's no mm-hmm. fun in that. Oh, it's mm-hmm. just so clinical and disgusting. In fact, my brother's ex-wife used to say BM, and then my she was vegan for a while, and she made a. Um, <laughs> Why are you holding your hands out like that, Jenna? <laughs> she made a <laughs> pecan vegan pecan pie or pumpkin pie. Was what was it? It was know. horrible. And <laughs> she gave some to my niece, who at the time was like t- between two and three years old. And my niece pointed at it and said, BM? <laughs> BM? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> now you're supposed to eat it, kid. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I've heard that one before. That no good. Yeah. yeah. I had one of those moms who like everything was like weird and emotional and scientific. The way she talked about sex. Did your parents do that? Well, I feel like weird emotion. Emotional, weird, emotional, and scientific are all different. No, but like she would talk about sex. She'd be like, you know, it's a very special thing between a man and a woman, and it's not something that you should take for granted. She'd be like, it's a beautiful physical act between two people who are in love. And she would say it to me like over and over and over again until it was just like terrifying and scarring. 
Oh yeah, that you know happened I mean? to me a bit. Although my parents outsourced a lot of that, like I'm, sh- I don't recall. <laughs> they were uncomfortable <laughs> ever the Chinese? talking about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have Indian- I answered all your questions? <laughs> the Indian guy shows up at the house, <laughs> reading from a script. Um, yeah, no, they like my mom handed me a bunch of books, and then they made me have a sit down. I've talked about this before with my mom's gynecologist to like teach me all about the sexually transmitted diseases because they were convinced it was so off. They were convinced that I was about to have sex with this guy that I was dating. I was so I knew I was not ready. I was seventeen, and I had already talked to him about the, this guy about the fact that I wasn't ready. And I, I mean, I knew my own limits, but I don't know. I think that how old was he? Uh, nineteen. Not that much older. I think that when you, I think sexualized adults think that all teenagers are about to have sex, even the ones that aren't about to. Like, I just think that they, Maybe. they just can't, or they just did, I don't know what it was, but they wanted me to, they wanted me to like get a, you know, to, to know what sexually transmitted diseases were out there and how to prevent them or whatever. But this guy like <laughs> scared me off of sex for, I feel like by the time I left, I was like a prepubescent again. Before so... you had sex with him? He scared you off of sex? No, no, no. I mean the doctor. The, oh, the doctor, the doctor did. Yeah. yeah. I think that he misunderstood what my parents wanted and thought that they wanted him to just scare the hell out of me. Or they're lying to me about what they actually wanted. Regardless, I didn't have sex for a long time. Did he say so... horrible stuff to you? <laughs> yes. Including, and now mind you, I was so, I was such a late bloomer. But he was like, and by the way, anal sex, just don't do it. And I'm like, what? By the way, thanks, oh, Doc. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> he told me about girls coming in with warts in the back of their throat, which I later found out is like not a thing. Like that does not happen. He was just the there to scare you. Yeah, yeah. He was very and very um, moralistic as well. And, and had just, you not had anything like that in health class? Because not they like showed that. Us, like, we slides <laughs> to scare us. Um, we did have... like driver's ed videos <laughs> yes. where they yeah. show Red you blood on the highway. Oh, they God. had one called like the lion's head, and it was supposed to show like. Some really horrible things. Yeah, it was a terrible. You could always know because you would hear through the walls. You'd hear just like, and you're like, oh, that's the STD unit. Yeah, I mean, we had some kind of sex ed, but it was very basic. Oh, wow. Um, I can't remember to what degree we had that in high school. But anyway, this is going to be a super, super awkward segue. Um, (laughs) But here's the thing. What's the most important number in your life? It's not your age and it's not your IQ. It has a huge impact on your finances, what you might pay for credit card interest, home and auto loans, and student debt. It's your credit score. And it's crucial to know what that score is and how it works. The problem is some people get stuck paying for their credit score. Don't pay for your credit score, you guys. With Credit Karma, you can see your credit score right now absolutely free. Just text Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to 89800, that's 00, 89800, to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. You'll also get free tips and suggestions to help you manage your credit, free credit monitoring, and free alerts when your score changes. Don't let today end without seeing your score thanks to Credit Karma. And you can get it for free. Text Allison to 89800 to download the free app so you can see what may be the most important number in your life. Again, that is Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to 89800 to download the free app. Um, It's really cool the way it works. And uh, if you're someone who is in the dark about your credit score, and I completely relate to that because I'm always afraid to see numbers and things like that, don't be that way. 
um, because it is much better to know, regardless of what it is, it's better to know. It's kind of the first step in, in getting your stuff in order. So uh, it would mean a great deal to me if you would use this app because it's awesome. Okay. I forget how we got onto all of Oh, because we were talking about, you were talking about how your mom like freaked you out about sex. She didn't freak me out. None of that stuff worked on me. I remember in junior high, they filed us all into this room and this guy told us about how if you took acid, you would like eat a baby and all this shit. And that we had. Too. Yeah. None of that stuff worked on me. And my mom was right to suspect that I was going to be promiscuous at a young age. The only part about it that worked is that there's no really like the only way to say this. The only part about it that worked is I feel like she did make me terrified of disrespecting women. That's good. That part of it totally that's, worked. Yeah, that's a good that thing. Is, yeah, that's a good thing. And I always felt like a really, uh, I always felt like very aware of the girl, even when I was really young and being like a shitty person. I was going to say, were you a player? Because you seem like you could have been. I was promiscuous at a very young age, but I don't feel like I was ever, I don't Didn't look you lose back, your virginity at like 12 or something? I was 14 so young. Uh, but I don't look back at anything that I did and go, oh, I treated that girl like shit or I did something like really terrible. I don't have any of those memories, mm-hmm. which is good. And I think that's because of my mom. I think so. She succeeded in that one. Yeah. And the Daniel, drug one, she totally failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you also <laughs> feel like you were raised with an inability to disrespect women in a way mm-hmm. that, but do you ever wish that you had, hadn't had that as strongly? <laughs> Oh yeah, I I hate respecting women. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> no, no, you know. No, right. but in the sense of like, I I it had sucks. a very hard time ever going to a strip club. Yes, yeah, because I would always be same. like, ah, oh, this is sad. I like don't feel like this is something. I and like that kind of stuff was always kind of rough for me. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I don't have any regrets. But for me, I think that. it's because my my mother was basically a single mom for a yeah, portion same. of my life, and you know, I think when you're a boy raised by a single mom, it's like you're raised to know the consequences of, you know, yeah, I was raised by a single women. mom with only sisters yeah. and a marriage that ended because my dad was like cheating on her. Yeah. So yeah. there was a lot of that kind of stuff in my childhood, yeah. but I'm glad for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel sorry for the women in strip. You know, it's like you can't, I, I just am too aware of what's really going on here to, I mean, it doesn't stop me from going. Fuck that. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. But, I hear you dog. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah. Well, they're just trying to get through school, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Al, have you ever been they're in a strip joint? I have not. No, yeah. actually, that's not true. I went to one as a missionary. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, what was the, the mission, best. dog? I what? Damn. Yeah, so I, was, I was a Mormon missionary. Elder and, Al uh, gets on, the best. He gets the best and assignment. What ha- I've never yeah. heard this. Well, what uh, happened? From the beginning. So from the beginning. So where you, are you? What happened? So you go around and you knock on doors to see like, hey, would you like to hear the message? And... uh we knocked on one and they were so shocked to see us that they were like, I, I don't we're like, oh, so can we come in and share? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, come on in. So we walked in. Did you not know where you were walking into? Well, down in Uruguay, they don't like, it's oh. not like. Uh, it's not oh. like nudes, nudes, they, nudes yeah, they don't plus call liquor. Like the diamond yeah, exactly. rhino. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just like a random building. And then right. you walk in and I was like, oh, there's like a stage. And the lights everywhere, which is not common. And did they go, have you heard the news? <laughs> yeah. And then there was like a whole poll. And like my companion, and I, we look at each other like, we should probably leave. 
No way, that's and the place you should have been. Out. Two hours yeah. later, <laughs> yeah. they left. Did and you just, just turn around and get out? We just turned around and walked yeah. out. There, it wasn't, so you didn't it wasn't actually live. see anything? No, 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 it wasn't oh. open. It was like... That's was, right, Jenna. Like, he didn't see anything. This was like 10.30 in <laughs> the morning. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> they were still getting ready for the night. Yeah, oh, it was in the morning. Yeah, no. They were just glittering up? Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like I would know if it's like... Like I'm walking in and it smells. You know, I'm like, let's get out of here. But this was just a... Good. No, no, I the perils nothing. of going door to door in Uruguay. Yeah, no. watch out. <laughs> what other things did you see? <laughs> More than uh, than you probably care to know. Yeah. No. Oh no, we no, don't. No. I don't think so. Hey, you're on Allison Rosen as your new best friend. <laughs> did you know that yeah, the mics true. are hot that's out? True. Uh, yeah, there's just you. You, if you're constantly in the streets, you're in the streets for like 12 to 14 hours a day. In Montevideo, walking around. Yeah, I was all over. He the was country. all over. Yeah. Yeah, I lived like out in the sticks in like a city of like 1,200 people. Yeah. So anyway, did you see anybody get killed? Uh, I saw someone get shot. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if they died, but they're, they're you got hit with rocks once, right? Yeah, yeah. I got spit on, got rocks thrown at really? me. Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For being well, Mormon, Mormon or for being white, or just for, for walking either. as a Mormon missionary. Well, it's yeah. a super hardcore Catholic country. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are really pissy uh, about it, right? The Catholics are actually pretty great because it's more of like a familial, uh, like um, who was it that was throwing rocks then? Just like people, they just like punks. <laughs> yeah, like they street just, punks. Yeah, well, and they call us. Uh, they would call us like testicles. They would call us the the Spanish word for like they call you eggs, like Witches. huevos. Oh, okay. So that you just walk around and people just like huevos, and you be like, yeah, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. Did it bum you out? Uh, no, no, because it was like whatever, you know. Like I'm, I kind of like when you think about it, you're like I'm in your country paying to be here, and I'm not like hurting your country. So I kind of feel like ah, I'm all right with that. Like I'm not. If I'd be one thing, if I was down here like screwing over the people, then I'd right. be, well, I probably deserve that. But yeah, it's okay. I think it's fair. You learn to just walk fast. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's interesting. If I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying you didn't. It didn't really bother you to be called a testicle as you walked around <laughs> because yeah. you weren't doing anything wrong. You, and you knew that and you were like certain yeah. of it. So like if he, if he could, thought he was a testicle and they said, hey, he would be like, yeah. oh, man, that right. hurts. They kind of have a point. But he knows yeah. he's not a testicle. <laughs> so it, so it kind of rolled off. Yeah. So yeah. it's like whatever. Like water you know. off a testicle. Yeah. It's interesting because I think. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> <laughs> like water for testicles mm -hmm. I read the book um, <laughs> it's interesting because I think I would be upset about being called a name precisely because hey I'm not doing anything like there's there's mm -hmm. where's the like that's where's the justice in being called some bullshit name when I'm just walking around being a good person well and some people would lose it yeah some missionaries will like want to go and fight about it but it's like the the problem is is like when you're in that position there is no winning position yeah you can't win so when i come and yell win? at you i still am no the winning like, position is turning the other cheek that's that's how you that's have the only to thing do you can do yeah, yeah you have to just kind of walk away and we actually would have people come up and they'd say like man 20 years ago i used to throw rocks at you guys and call you terrible names i'm really sorry about that and i'm like oh that's cool no worries you're like you, you know? know it wasn't me i'm like yeah, <laughs> like, i'm not the same white guy <laughs> So, you do yeah. all look the same. We do, you know, and uh, we all—they all thought we were CIA. Were, were you Elder Al? I was Elder Moss. Oh, you're the last name. Mm -hmm. Use the oh, okay. yeah, Elder Moss. Book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. I always thought led of, us astray. Yeah. Well, no, I always thought Elder was a word for an old person. Yeah, it's, it is. But, well, it's just but, it's just but, but you're only an elder 
if you're young, right? In Mormon? Uh, no. No, oh, you're no? elder. It's a position in the priesthood. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Who is? Yeah. Wasn't there a guy named Pliny the Elder? I've heard of that. Jeff, from who is that? History. Uh, he was a philosopher. I think he was a poet. Greek. Mm. Oh, I'm going to tell nice. a sad story. So um, <laughs> my plan. Well, so our dog oh. Oliver died. But for that Halloween, I was planning to get him a. There was this uh, white collar and black tie costume for a dog. And he was going to go as Elder Nut. We called him Peanut. Mm-hmm. For, like it was a Book of Mormon. Thing. Book of yeah, Mormon. we were all a missionary dog. Would have been yeah. a little missionary dog. Cute. I know. Could have gotten a little tag. Is the Book of Mormon mm. about the Book of Mormon? No, the play. Not really. I think it's. A, I mean, have you seen it? No, no, uh, no. It, the, they would be very unrelated. What is it about? It talks the about the Book of Mormon, but I think the point of the play is about. Um, oh boy, it's about how. The intention of the religion and not the word of the religion. So, the, but it's if about Mormonism in some way. Yeah, yeah but uh, I think yeah, it could missionaries be about, yeah. and they're out in the field. Honestly, right? I think yeah. it could be yeah. about any religion. Yeah. They chose Mormons because they grew up around Mormons, mm-hmm. and it's they find it easy to lampoon. Uh, but I think you could do that about any religion, and I think the whole point was to say, look, if you get into the details, it's silly. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on, you could take the any silliness it, and make yeah. it worthwhile to people. And so it does it in this very absurd way. Is it a way. musical? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. No, no, no. Pass. It's really good. <laughs> it was good. No, it's really funny. It's Pass. really funny. I prefer musicals to plays. I do too. I do too. Yeah. yeah. I do too. Pass. Al does the exact same. Like, yeah. that was an. You guys just connected. I was oh, like, that yeah. sounds like I Alan. Just, yeah. No musicals. Pass. No. Really? No. no. Not even no. the just, greats? Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> That's like one he can, I, I can sort of Phantom stomach. Of opera. Yeah, just Les say Mis. the just talk. I just really want him I, I, to see Starlight Express. I <laughs> saw that. I did too. They're on roller skates. It was amazing. Yes. Wait, so great. Do you not like any Cats? musicals? West no, Side I don't like Story. Avida. I don't like any. Sound I don't of music. Like any. You can keep naming Thoroughly them. modern Millie. Yeah. <laughs> don't even Hello, know what dollies. it is. You like no, 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 the no, no. I, you know, Legally I, Blonde. I love South Saturdays Pacific. in the Park with George. What? You're going to watch no, that. I hate every single one of them. <laughs> um, no, they make me uncomfortable. Guys I actually. And dolls. Oh, yes. There is a bit of. I do have that feeling of uncomfortableness. I cannot speak. It's funny that I'm hosting a show right now. Um. During musicals as well, just for a second. I kind of don't like cringe. plays in oh. general because I don't like to watch people act. Mm. And I feel like in a play, I can see the acting much more so than I can in a film. That's um, the joy of it. Yeah, that make, I just don't, I don't enjoy that. I've been to a limited number of plays and a limited number of musicals and I haven't really enjoyed any of them ever. I like plays because I'm really gullible. And so I just assume it's real. And then I go, oh, fuck, it's not real. No, I need that like... <laughs> I need that detachment. You, you're that the way. The screen. Yeah, I need the screen. I need that. That's interesting because when I went to college, my intention was to do musical theater, and as soon as I started like hanging out with the people and trying to do it, I'm like, I felt that sense of like it's not authentic. I can't do it, and you guys are freaking me out with this acting thing. And I, I dropped out and did a totally changed my major. Yeah, because I'm like, I just, it's just so awkward. Yeah, I felt I was into theater when I was like, I had a brief period when I was a kid where I was into theater too. And I felt the same way. Like I couldn't, I felt like the people I was around were always acting. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's part of it. And I just felt really, really uncomfortable. I've actually had a similar time around comics too. Like the brief period where I ever did stand up, I was like, oh, 
everybody is always doing this all the time. And I didn't. What? Do you hear you the, the lip breaks? I, yeah, real all of our eyes. Yeah. Mind right now. Oh, oh, what's like, happening? Like ten times but ever. That's a lot wow. of times. Oh, is it? Well, I didn't know you did it at all. Yeah, that's I, cool. I did it just enough times to know that it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same with yeah, me. Yeah, I kind of wanted to write it, and I didn't want to be around the people. <laughs> and okay, so that that's where I uh, that's where I sidebarred you. You were saying that. Do you feel like comedians are kind of always on? Yeah, I do actually. And I also there's a weird thing where like I didn't have the drive to be famous. Mm-hmm. Or the, I didn't even really have the drive to be successful. Mm-hmm. I had the drive to like think of something and say it and then have it leave my body. You know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's the only desire I ever had. And I think it's part of the reason too, that in a traditional way, career wise, I haven't been super successful because for me, it's much more like, Oh, this thing is done and it's good. And I've said it and it's over. And that's like, but you're I, not stuck on the outcome of what happened. No, I'm not concerned that's with so the outcome zen. of what happened. You should try <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> 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 it's the reason every band I was in, especially the one I was in for a long time, did not. One of the reasons we did not succeed because I was always like, "Oh, thank God the song is done. I'm so happy that that thing is over. What's next?" And they would always be like, "Now we go promote it and we get people to buy it." I'd be like, Ugh. "So did you only be- do stand up here in L.A.? Yeah, I only ever did it in Los Angeles because I feel I feel like it's way different here than it is in New York. And I think in New York you'll find. I think if you had tried it in New York, you would have found. It was much more zen in New York, where people who were doing stand up were just doing it because they really enjoyed it and were yeah, having a good probably. time. And there wasn't this sense of like, I want to be famous and have a sitcom. Because when I came here and started doing stand up, I was so frustrated by all these comics that I would meet in clubs who wanted to immediately talk to me about their agent and their this mm-hmm. and their that. I'm like, what are. What are you talking? Because all those comics in New York, whatever, come here when they're ready to get into film and TV. Right. So it's all about the hustle. I guess, but like I was like really surprised by how it felt suddenly really different and not right. as it was not as fun for yeah, a I'm while. Sure. Yeah, that's been like an emotion I've had to learn in, or like a skill I've had to learn in therapy is the thing, the desire to be successful. It's like something I've had to learn because mm-hmm. it feels gross to to just want to be successful, right? It's just I don't know if it feels gross. It just doesn't feel natural to me. It's not, it's second nature. It's not my second nature. So, I'm going to suck shit at this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not natural to me. It didn't, it's not instinctive to me. But you know what's a thing that you can like just do and be done with it and then on to the next one? Cook a delicious meal. How? <laughs> it's okay, Greg. You can admit it. The last <laughs> thing anyone wants to do after work is wait in line at the grocery store, schlep home and cook a complicated meal. An expensive, unhealthy takeout is hardly better. That's where Blue Apron comes in. They deliver farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your home, allowing you to create healthy, handcrafted meals at home without going to the grocery store. For less than $10 per meal, they send you fresh ingredients, perfectly proportioned, making cooking healthy meals really easy and fun. No trips to the grocery store and no waste from unused ingredients. Plus, you'll learn to cook with specialty ingredients that are normally hard to find. I would say in every Blue Apron meal we've received, there's some ingredient in there that I've never heard of before. And they're mm-hmm. all super delicious. So it expands your mind and your palate. Um, and they work around your schedule and dietary preferences. And Blue Apron's experts source only the best seasonal ingredients for incredible meals like Indian lamb balls, cool lentil salads, spiced yogurt, <laughs> seared pork chops with roasted apples, sweet potato and Brussels sprouts, spinach ricotta stuffed shells with tomato sauce, romaine salad. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. 
Blue Apron. It's a better way to cook. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. My treat, really, the first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash Allison. Nope. All right, Greg. Ex- <laughs> no, no, exhale. No. Go ahead, exhale. <laughs> Do I need Greg, to say Greg just the name tre- of that dish again? He just showed tremendous <laughs> restraint. I... Congratulations. Thank you, Alice. But, <laughs> but, and I'm letting it all hang out. Like water off lamb's balls. Were you not able to hear the beginning of him giggling? <laughs> I think so. You were able to, you, you could hear it. So maybe I should, okay, we'll, we'll deal with this later maybe. I think it was fine. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> hey, um, you remember before we started... This podcast you were asking about that party I went to on Saturday. I told you it was lame, not yeah. lame to talk like lame to talk about. You said that you didn't think it was a good story, but there is one really interesting thing that happened to me on Saturday that I will tell because this is a story based podcast. Yes, it is. Um, I left that party at two in the morning, extremely inebriate and very fucked up. And I had driven my car to the train station, and then I got on the train to downtown. And I told the guy I must have told him to take me to the train station the uber driver and then i blacked out in the uber or whatever i fell asleep i was very tired and i woke up and the dude was waking me up at my car he had taken me to my car i had told him to take me there because i was drunk and i was like getting out of my car and i was like i can't i can't drive my car right yeah but he was fine letting you with saying we're at your car have a great night. And clearly we were at my car. And then I was like, let's we're going to just keep going to my house, dude. I'll come get my car tomorrow. But I remember thinking like, if I had driven, like, was it his fault? If that's like a bartender. Right. Serving, mm-hmm. serving you. He was like totally going to let me go. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Right. I don't know. I don't think legally there's a problem there with it for him. It's just ethically. Right. No, I don't think that's true. Cause I, I think know. a bartender, if he lets you drive after you're drunk, culpable right a, a bartender never who lets you that. drive i, I don't think know. a bartender isn't allowed to continue serving someone who's obviously drunk but i don't think i don't think that right, driving whatever thing. but if he kept serving you that's the same thing though isn't it well but the uber guy isn't in well i i we should find out the real answer um but anybody if you're uber on the supreme court call, you. Uh, let us know Email <laughs> serving us. you alcohol so i don't know but if like Daniel said to you, I'm like super drunk, take me to my car, want to go for a drive, and then you took him to his car and he got in an accident, wouldn't you be responsible? Not legally. I don't no, think. I mean it's how can that become your so. responsibility? Maybe yeah. a civil case. To babysit yeah, maybe. some other drunk person. Anyway, that but I got home safe, it was fine. I just thought that was interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you're, was, you're just lucky you didn't wake up with him, you know, with his hand up your shirt or something. You know? <laughs> I don't remember I remember that the reason I went to sleep is because we were having a he started talking to me about guns. Oh! As soon as I got in the car, and I was like, "Just get me somewhere, please. I'm going to, I'm going to bed now." <laughs> what was he saying about guns? <laughs> he was telling, talking to me. No, he was telling me something. He was doing the thing where he was like saying, "Good guys with guns stop mm-hmm. bad guys with guns," and like he got thirty seconds into it, and I was like, "Please, I'm so high. Can you just get me to my house?" <laughs> That's my interesting part of the party story. I thought you guys would be more. Like I feel like you should have given him negative stars for both the content. And for is there such a thing as negative stars? Well, no. There's only zero. I gave him zero stars. <clears throat> oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. I gave him zero stars because Fuck of really? because of what he was saying to you, or because he let you off. Both zero stars. Fuck that guy. You know, what I think stars. we should yeah. do is we should all find our own Uber score. 
because they they rate know, you as a you passenger. Can find out, yeah. And then we could share what. How our do you find are. that out? You just How reach out to Uber and ask have you them. done it before? Uh-uh. No, I've but I read tempted. about people. I've been I would tempted like to, to know. do it because yeah. I want to know. Yeah, because one guy got like torpedo on a first date. He was taking an Uber on the first date, and the driver said like. You seem like a nice guy. How come you only have four and a half stars? And he felt like it ruined the date with the girl. <laughs> like, no, I'm a good guy. I don't know how. I didn't know. I thought I, four and a half. I would think four and a half stars is actually sounds a good pretty score. good. Yeah, no, you should have like four point nine if you're your challenger. If you're decent, three and a quarter stars. All right, let's all reach out. Yeah, yeah seriously, I, I'm interested in Greg's score. I yeah. know. I, <laughs> I guarantee you, my score is very high. Al. Okay, I guarantee I like I'm an it. excellent Uber. He's like, this guy fills yeah. fills in the car. I tip zero sometimes. Whoa, you know, but do you ever do that? No. Can you tip? Yeah, you can. Oh. I tip. We sometimes. we did but once, and then I was like, "Oh wait, tips already built in. Why did we just tip that guy?" Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly what I would have <laughs> done. Like mm. just extra generous. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I do it like anymore. Cash? But at the beginning, <laughs> just yeah. like oh yeah, just wow. I, I feel guilty about everything that everyone has ever done for me. Yeah, even if it's even their if job, you pay for it. Yeah, I feel guilty uh, about it. Well, here's a way to know to sort of have an idea of your Uber score. When an Uber comes to you, what rating do they usually have? Four and a half or five, almost. Oh, always. so then you have a high score. I oh, think yeah. that's what that means. Oh, maybe because we do because that's yeah, that's how I. That's what makes me think that our score is pretty high. Of course, we've taken like four Ubers. Ever? <laughs> I don't yeah, take a lot of Ubers. Lot. I don't love Uber. I don't know what my resistance is. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm like totally it. sold on it. I think it's awesome. I've done Uber Share a bunch too, really? which I'm really into. Oh, yeah, you, weird. Yeah, you never done it? No, I I like can't stand it. You can I, get from my house to downtown in an Uber Share for five dollars. With who though? Who cares? Carpool? Yeah, just yeah. some other dude who's going downtown to like eat dinner or see a friend. So Have I'm you not... ever hitchhiked? In my life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's I've... that's like Uber. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, like I before have... apps. <laughs> I have hitchhiked before. Yeah, I would say it's less safe. Uber runs background checks on their drivers. They do. They run like full yes. on hardcore background checks. Really? Well, yeah. There you go. All right. Maybe I'll Uber more often. It's just expensive. That's the only reason I don't do it. It's, it's not the, that expensive point. if you do the Uber X. Did you guys do Uber X? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do yeah. the cheap one. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheap. It's actually, it's pretty cheap. We if you do don't mind riding in a stranger's Camry. It's not that expensive. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. It really isn't. And most of the time, because they're trying to get good scores, their car is super clean. Mm-hmm. And even though you're just like, oh, this is a Prius, just like mine, big deal. But it's like, it's clean, it smells good. Yeah. Nice. You're okay. In there fact, was... I've, sorry, I've had know. way better experience in an Uber than renting, doing the super nice luxury car. Yeah, I've, so I've had guys say some really hideous things. To, some of those men drivers say some really pretty awful things to me. Really? Like what? Like he was <laughs> like he talked to me about his girlfriend and them having sex Ew. and got Ew. graphic and then I had to be like please stop doing that. Oh, I had one guy who demanded that I give him a hug Ew. after he dropped me off and like was like stopping me from going away from Ugh. the car. Like was that in L.A. or New yeah York? here in L.A. in and those are in the cars that are so expensive. Yeah. That's Uber? I was like booking, no, that no, was like no, no, private. No, no. I was booking like executive cars. Oh, executive like cars. Big, oh yeah. And, cars. And, ever, and so I'm like kind of scared of those cars now because it's been only in LA did I ever have anything weird. And then we started doing just Uber and I've had really pleasant experiences. Less rapey. Way yeah. less yeah, I, rapey. I have like nothing bad to say about yeah. it. I have in LA before, not not in the, in the pre-Uber era, I've... Flagged limos before in LA on street corners. Have you ever done that? No, no. At like one or two in yeah. the morning, you can flag limos. And if they're done with their fare for the night, they'll give you a ride like a taxi. Hmm. 
You ever done that before? That. That's uh, crazy. My dad would do it when he was like in New York City. Yeah. Like, when he was, like with a bunch of businessmen and you can't really like do two cabs. Usually a limo will swing through and be like, I'm just waiting around. Yeah. You can flag limos yeah. in LA. I had no idea. Yeah, they'll they'll get you coke through. too. Yeah. What's the code word for that? <laughs> no, it happened to me one time. I got, I, got in, I got in his limo and he was like, do you guys want some coke? And I was like, no, I just want to go back to my house. It got me on a bad night. But I think those guys, a lot of the LA limo drivers are just driving rich people around Los Angeles from party to party to party. Yeah. And occasionally maybe scoring them drugs or whatever. Let's do an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. This one. Oh. Oh, you surprised me. DK in CA or DK in California. Uh, by DK in CA. <laughs> I found Allison Rosen through her old boss. Now I've ditched his show while remaining a loyal fan of her. Listen, I'm 43 years old, conservative guy. <laughs> Conventional wisdom says I shouldn't like this stuff, but it's so entertaining and often laugh out loud funny that I can't help but love it. Plus, conventional wisdom is wrong. How is it wrong? Here's why. <laughs> the Thursday gang shows are the best with this one unique aspect because especially being especially fantastic, Allison, Daniel, Greg, Dustin, and other guests tend to be more L.A. mainstream with typical progressive outlooks and experiences. Their juxtaposition with Jenna and Al... <laughs> Lifelong practicing Mormons is fascinating. Mm. <laughs> In spite of such differing lifestyles, everyone treats each other with respect, and they don't judge each other for the decisions they've made or actions they undertake. That's a rare thing nowadays, <laughs> and it should be celebrated. Thanks for many hours of great entertainment. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for that nice comment. Super nice. And thank you for that excellent, oh, that such a good excellent read. oration. Feel transported. I know. Oh, yeah. You really, you really it, stepped sweetie. up your game. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can say. Um, let's talk about television for just a moment. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. Okay, so on Sunday night, a whole bunch of shows returned. The Leftovers, Homeland, Last Man the on affair. Earth, The Affair. Uh, I watched, I, ha I intended to watch a bunch of them. However, I fell asleep. But I did make it all the way through <laughs> Leftovers. Now, Daniel told me, because he reads a lot of recaps and TV critics and... He's in the know. He takes the. Just follow he's got his finger Twitter. on the critical pulse, or mm -hmm. he just follows some people on Twitter, mm -hmm. what have you. And he said to me, the second season of Leftovers, apparently. Did anyone here watch the first season? Mm. No. I don't know anything about I the did. show. Okay. Well, I did. We both did, yeah. Mm -hmm. They really course correct. And it's like, because you weren't that. We were both kind of like iffy on the whole show. But Although I, I ended up liking it. I know. I think I was more into it than you were, actually. But this second season is supposed to be great. However. That's not what I heard. Not oh. that it was great, but that it was much better. 
Um, those are similar. Mm. What's the show about? Well, hang on. Let me just say this, and then I'll then I'll get into what it's about. Okay. I watched the first episode of the second season, and I had the exact same feeling I had for the entire first season, which is, huh? What is going on? Yeah, a lot of that. And by the way, one of the creators is Damon Lindelof, the lost creator, the lost guy. Yeah, yeah. you can't no, trust, don't him. trust him. No. <laughs> Get out. Okay, we do so, have a friend who's a writer on that show. I have right? a friend who does yes. makeup who? for that show. Jackie. Oh. Let's get her on the podcast and find out what the hell they're thinking. And I love it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I doubt she listens to my podcast. Probably Why? not. Jackie listens to this podcast. I don't think she does. Jackie? This, are we talking about the same Jackie? Uh, no. Oh. Is she going by Jack K? <laughs> yes, we might be. Yeah, we are. We are. I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay, good. No, well, if you have no idea who I'm talking about, then yes, we are. Okay. And she doesn't listen or else... Uh, the first season would have started out differently after all the things I've said about leftovers. But anyway, I agree with Aloe B. Rat if Jack Hay listened to this podcast. <laughs> what did Jack Hay oh, used to say good. on 227? Ooh, Mary. <laughs> Ooh, Mary. So it, Leftovers is about... Is Jack um, Hay still alive? Jack Hay Harris? <laughs> Jack yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. She lives? I feel like if she weren't, we'd know. Okay. So, I want I want that to be the case. She's one of those people, though, that are like, eh, she could be dead. But I might have her confused with Melba... Who was the 227 woman? Jack Hay? No, but no, the actual woman who lived at 227. Oh, the one who was spun off Marlo. from it. Mar- no, Jefferson's? No, Melba was her name, like the toast. Melba. <laughs> or Peaches? Thomas. Which one is Melba? <laughs> Jack Hay didn't live at 227. She lived at like 229 or oh, something. Oh, yeah. but she was on 227. Yeah, she was a neighbor. So I what happened on mean. The Leftovers? The Leftovers, the, uh, the premise is one day... What percentage? The show in general. You don't know the premise of the show? No, no, no. It, What's the percentage of people? Like one like day, two percent. Two percent of the population just disappears. They just and with evaporate. no explanation. They're just gone. And like, how how do people get on? And and what kind of meaning they do they derive from it? And the thing is, the whole time you're watching it, you're like, but what happened? Right. They're never going to tell you though. Yeah. The show's never going to answer that question. It's always just going to be about uh, what how people react to something like that. Right. Mm. So it's like a rapture or something? Yes. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't know. You just don't know. They're just gone. You'd like their bodies vanished? They mm-hmm. didn't just die? They just Correct. vanished. Their bodies mm-hmm. vanished. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. there a wheel, Sounds like classic is there a Jackie. wheel that makes you go back in time? Anywhere in this? <laughs> so bad. You have to yeah. keep Not pushing yet. a button. Well, I tell you, though, this the, the way this episode ends, and it, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a wheel. Sweet and polar bears on the watch and stuff. Yeah, you know what I was thinking. <laughs> Here's why I had the I had a thought today. A TV. Oh, that's thought. good. Yeah, I, ma- I made a thought. I share it. This is what I was thinking. Because I'm still watching Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. People told me. <laughs> Sorry. Do they know who A is yet? They know, but I still oh, don't know. And every hopefully day, in 10 seasons, they'll find out who A is. Every day, I fight the urge to just Google it. Because I know I could just find mm-hmm. out and then be done with it. But instead, it's not even, it's like a chore. I'm just trying to plow through, trying to get to the point where I find out so that I can just cross it off my list i can't believe they drag it out for so many seasons i can't believe it's the same exactly it's the same who done it over five same character it's like the same episode 
of TV over and over. It's like no, it's over really getting good right now. Over. It's really getting Where good are you at, at? The, at the end of the. I'm near the middle to end of the fourth season. Okay. I'm not even sure if the fifth season is on Netflix. In which case, I'm going to have to do some googling. But here's my thing with network <laughs> television shows. It's not really even fun to do that thing where you try to figure out who done it because I don't think the writers have baked in any consistency from the beginning. So once right. I find out, it's not like, oh, it'll all make sense. It's This is more like a murder mystery where someone just like flips a coin and decides it's going to be that person. I think that because I keep thinking like, could it be that person? We haven't suspected that person yet. Could it be this person? We haven't suspected this person yet. But I think truly there's no way for me to be able to figure it out at this point in the show. It's not like Hitchcock or any sort of- They're not planning ahead. Right. It's not any well-crafted mystery. That's why I couldn't watch 24. I watched- Someone gave me the DVD set for the first season and I was like really into it. You know, that was like probably the first show I binge watched. And, um, you know, about three quarters of the way through that, that first season, you're like, wait- but I've been paying attention. And that, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. that wouldn't have happened because they did this other thing that proved that that couldn't possibly have happened. And you realize, oh, they don't have any fucking idea when they start how it's going to end. And they're just making this shit up as they go. And they're not. And this is the thing that pisses me off about it. Nobody's like keeping them. No, nope, can't do that. You already showed the thing. Where's their ombudsman? And so when I, that's how I was with Law. So then it's like, by the time you get to the end, it's just who gives a shit. Oh. You know right. what I mean? Lost was so I was I'm still so bitter. But I think that the problem is now that we binge watch shows, the that writers need to start figuring this out. Because yes. if you binge watch, you, you pay attention. Watch, you yeah. just saw the last episode. So you go like, right. Whoa. Right. Figure yourselves out, people. Because out. I remember. I still know. It's not like we have to wait anymore. I mean, yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that even on I don't to be remiss. <laughs> a stellar show like Friends, very first episode, yes. when Rachel comes in, she meets Chandler as if for the first time. But mm. then much later in a flashback episode, it turns out they knew each other way back then. So she was lying. What I like when. to do is right. I like to square those incongruities and say, no, both things are true and try to explain how both are true. <laughs> so you go, so if... They did know each other. Why is it that she lied? Right. Think about it, Al. Think about it. He was in on it too, clearly, though. Ombudsman. Okay, that concludes (laughs) TV talk. TV time. TV time. Or TV time. TV time. This is your show. Can I just do a public service announcement real quick? Sure. Please. So I have a loofah in the bathtub. (laughs) And I never use it. Okay. Are you a woman? Yeah. And then I ran out of soap. I usually use bar soap. And I came back from the gym and I have like this uh, beard cleaning shampoo. Back when I had a beard, I thought it'd be fun to get that and never used it. (laughs) And... um. I, so I, I said, squirt it on the loofah. So here's my public service announcement. Don't loofah your nipples. <laughs> oh, ouch. Because it fucking hurts. You loofahed your nipples? It accidentally. Like I was doing the pits and I just, whoosh, squaw, oh, and it just was like, oh, yeah. It was like jogging nipple, but like in one swoop. Yeah. Was, mm. so. Wait, is that? No. Earlier, I you, you yelled like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I said, what? And you're like, oh, nothing. <laughs> And it wasn't my that, nipples at that. No, that no. wasn't that moment. I was in the no, living room because there was no water running. Mm-hmm. 
And that was a public service announcement. Thank you very by much. By Daniel Quantz. And now one more comment and then we'll do just mirror everyone. So I looked up this Bogle guy that I keep hearing about. Yes. I was surprised he's an 80-something-year-old and he's the Vanguard guy. Um, I don't know. I just figured he was like some young, loud, Jim Cramery kind of person, not some old money person. I don't know anything about him except for that my wife is obsessed with him and is now considers herself to be a... She thinks his name is Boggle. But oh, she, is it? We I all have, looked it out. I have no idea. She, but oh, okay. she considers no herself idea. to be a Bogglehead. That sounds and, better. And that whatever her economic strategy is or whatever, but I'm... I'm clinically disinterested in it. But do you, I mean, isn't his thing, this is from a cursory glance at his Wikipedia, so I don't really know, and clicking on investment strategies. Isn't his thing about investing? Like, are you guys investing and doing all that? Am I asking the wrong part Um, of the- The answer to your question is, I think we are investing. Oh, well, congratulations. (laughs) But I would be lying if I told you I, I knew in what or if for sure we are. Are you investing in futures? (laughs) <laughs> How's your PE ratio? Is it what is what does that mean? Are you investing in Boggle? Um, cornering I, the market on the Boggle game. Um, I don't really understand what what's going on with any of our money because it's not it's hard for me to follow because I'm a little baby and you're not allowed to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I don't really understand. She'll say things to me sometimes like, "Hey, we we had a good day," and I'll be like. Yeah, I oh, that super must good mean day. You are. She'll be like, no, but like, we had a good day with investments, and I'll be like, oh, well, snoozy. <laughs> so I'm very emotionally checked out from it. But I hope we're doing some. Uh, is it good to do boggle stuff? It seems like it. Yeah, it's about right. investing. Yeah, she's probably got China index good funds. Course. I don't so know what those are, but you're supposed to invest. In yeah, them. She's, if she's invested shit. like in in index funds, and she's just going to ride the, uh, like the the average basically. Because you you say like it's always going up and it rides the average of the market, so it's typically really safe and tends to trend up. So wait, if in is is the Dow an index fund? Yes. Okay, I actually yeah. holy shit, I know. And something. so you can look into it, and they'll say they have you know like they'll say three percent is in textiles, ten percent is in technology, and so you can like decide how risky you want to be. But as one goes up, one goes down, and you know. Essentially, you're trying to ride it up. Right. And one of his big things, and that's one of the things that his company does, is they have low management fees. Mm. So his big argument is you can monkey around with different index funds, but if you don't get one with a low management fee, you're just screwed. You're just wasting money. Because you're paying a bunch of fees. Yeah. So his his idea is that you can pretty much pick anything as long as it has a low management fee and you'll do better than something in the long run that has a high fee. You guys when should did you become Seriously, Mr. Bogle? Fifty percent of this table is like I don't, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. And then like the three of you are like, so anyway, like I have no this I've, is so great. I think we're gonna get some no load mutual funds. No load. I know that's the thing I heard on a commercial the other day. I was like, I don't want my my mutual funds to have any load attached to them. I want a no load mutual fund. That's my favorite kind. I like mutual funds too because you share. I think that part is nice. It's like we have the same fund. It's mutual. Do that's they nice. have get-togethers where everybody yeah, has very a, fun a, like, hey, a mutual social, like an ice cream? It's <laughs> so nice. So we have this mutual fund. <laughs> I hope it does well because we all own it. Uh, <laughs> it's not it's very selfless it's not just a me fund <laughs> <laughs> jeff when did you get into this guy 
if you are into him or do you just know about him? Uh, I just know about him. I mean, I agree with his philosophy and uh, the funds that I hold all have low management fees. When did you decide to get into funds? <laughs> well, this I, is like a part of life I have nothing to do with other than I have a 401k from when I worked at Time Out in New York a million years ago and it's just sitting there. I've pretty much been self-employed or run my own company since I graduated college. Actually, before I graduated college. So all of my retirement is, I mean, I don't have, I mean, almost nobody has a retirement plan. It's just kind of given to them or managed by a company. Right. So I have to self, I have a self-directed IRA. So I have to figure all this crap out myself. That's smart because a lot of um, self-employed people just would let the future work out itself. Yeah. And not in a good way. I'm doing a little of that. <laughs> my, my problem is that I, uh, when I got out of college or when I was in college, my dad and my stepmother. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell the story. I just uh, meant, oh boy, here we go. This is going to get good. <laughs> that's not what you meant. No, I... Okay. No, go ahead. So that's right. So um, I'll tell the rest of the people here. Uh, so they would, for my birthday and for Christmas every year, they would give me what they called air gifts, which was essentially money that they would put in a retirement account, which is what you want when you are 18. Oh, what a lame gift. Yeah. It's like, air oh, gifts. yeah. Air, air gifts. gifts. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and I'll collect on this when I'm 67. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh and my stepmother wanted to teach me all about investments so she took me to her stockbroker and they were like you're going to invest in this tech stock and this was like 95 or something. Did he scare like, the shit out of you the same way that Alice's <laughs> mom's gynecologist did? <laughs> yeah, actually. No, he was a nice guy. Uh but this shit is just like okay, whatever. And he was like, you know, we're going to invest in this company and they do like fiber optics and, you know, B-level markets or whatever the fuck and I'm like, you were oh, like Yahoo will never make it big. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not investing. No, I had like I don't know, $1000 or something in this this thing and then in 99 it went away. The bubble. It went goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye oh, money. No. And I was like the whole time I had it invested, I was like I don't think this is what I want to do. I think I don't want to invest in this, but they sort of talked me into it. And I was like, I don't know if I think this tech thing is seems like, I don't know, inflate. And so now I'm just like, fuck that. I have no, I don't trust it. I can't like, mm-hmm. I just. Yeah. I mean, scarred. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah, it's all, it's all just a Ponzi scheme to me. Well, I think it would have been nicer. Typically they recommend for you to invest in something that you use or support or that you like. Right. So like if you, if you love At Netflix time, and yeah, you so feel like, like it's a good porn? system. You, well, there you go. I guess. I, well, that I actually probably would have been a great investment. Yeah, <laughs> It'd probably be a gajillionaire. They're doing very well. Uh, but uh, so I don't know. It just depends. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Or like what, whatever you know. You know, if you worked in a mall in the eighties and you didn't invest in the Gap, you know, you're an idiot kind of thing because that blew up. So. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, no, that is what you meant, Al. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you could invest in Apple. That's a thing you're a- super into. <laughs> yeah. Shh. <laughs> Honey, Jenna, you have the new iPhone 6S Plus. 6S Plus. It's in rose gold. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's very super pretty. pretty. What a pretty Thank you. Isn't it? It's very fancy and I don't know. It's kind of girly, more girly than I thought it was going to be, but I like it. Uh, yeah, I picked it up today from the store. It was a hassle, as <laughs> they say. I have really never had a great experience in a cell phone store ever. They were nice to me because I was super prego. Were you at the Apple store? No. Oh. Oh, you were at an actual cell phone store? Yes. How old fashioned. I know. Yes. Well, Which because one? I still am on my family's family plan from when I was like 15. Okay. So we've never, all of my siblings, my dad 
my dad pays for my cell phone still. I no. know. Yes, he does. He does? Yes, wow. he pays for all of my siblings to have cell phones and their spouses, except Al, because Al doesn't want to be on I the plane. I have plan. pride. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's already 10 and there's and no Jenna, room. There's you strike no room. me as somebody who has a large cell phone bill. I'm sure I do. <laughs> what does that I'm mean? I'm sure I do. I, I just data. You strike me as the kind of person oh, who uses oh, yeah. a lot of data. Yeah. Tons, okay. yeah. tons, yes. Yeah. So yeah, my dad still pays for my phone, and I'm okay with it. But it makes it very complicated when you have to go into the store because my dad lives overseas, and then my brother's the one who's like the head of the account, and he lives overseas. So I always have to go in there with like passwords and answers right. to What's secret your questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you can you spell it? I can't actually. I can only say it's it. It's so complicated. So every time the guy I go at the phone in, store is like, "What fruits do you like?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much true. It's true. So anyway, I went in finally today after pre-ordering this bad boy and then all the cell phone people, little employees, they were very nice because I was super prego and they were all very excited about my phone because they have a lot of them hadn't seen this one yet. The rose gold. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were making a big deal about it, which was... In was, one was year, okay how many photographs of your baby do you think will be on that phone? Oh, this is, good. This is why we Ooh, got... I wanted the upgrade. Question. Thousands. I bet the I put the over under at two thousand. Yeah, it's going right. to be a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the question: though. Do you count like multiple of the same? Oh yeah, shot? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. then it's there's at least be... I'd say there's a hundred and fifty photographs of my cat on this phone, and yeah. this phone is about a year old, and that's just a fucking cat. <laughs> imagine, oh yeah. Imagine if it was a human. I have 150 pictures of my friend's cats. <laughs> there's a cat. You guys, there's a cat that really wants Alan and I to adopt him or adopt her. Adopt her. Aww. I think I think it eats all the fruit. On it our does. Property. It lives in our backyard. Aww. And what kind it of hangs fruit out it like? and it just <laughs> lays under the tree all day. I took a picture of it today. It eats Jenna. persimmons. I know. I didn't figs. want to get too close because I didn't want it to run away. I so think it's bad. Persimmons and figs? I don't know. They're Look, all gone that and that cat's cat still alive. <laughs> he hides in our. He's like a little black and white cat. <laughs> Do you think he belongs that, to someone? It's possible that cat belongs to someone. It's very possible. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure the neighbors. It, yeah. But we. It's still. It's there all the time. Oh, he's cute. I know. He's not scared of anybody. I almost. I almost Instagrammed it and said that I was finding the cat more and more cute every day. Will it let you touch it? No, not yet. But if it lets you get close to it, it probably has an owner. It hasn't. It was eyeing me pretty good today. Was it? it was not thrilled that I was out there trying to take a picture discreetly. Oh. Kind of scared me actually because I was like, "This cat, they just when they really lock eyes with you, it's a little intimidating." Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think cat feces is toxic to pregnant women. It's I've heard really? that potentially. Yeah. yeah, you can get uh, toxoplasmosis from oh, it. Well, maybe that's why I got well, sick. Stay away from that. <laughs> no, if you had toxoplasmosis, <laughs> you would know it. But then I think as soon as you have the baby, you can do anything you want to with the cat, right? Sure. You can eat the cat's feces as soon as you have yeah. the baby. It's common, actually. It's a ritual. It's a postpartum <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have some. What? Do you not care about what's going on? Cat feces. <laughs> I feel like you guys. I got so many <laughs> tweets about the dog cat episode. Did you? So so many people. Oh yeah, me too. So I got so much Run support. I got so much love. So much love. And you know what I noticed watching football this weekend? Many NFL teams named after cats. Zero named after dogs. You're right. Because cats are scarier than dogs. Right. That's right. 
Well, you know when you're in an Uber and your pants are filled with Uber? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's diarrhea. So do you need a giant selfie stick with your giant phone? I don't know what I'm going to do anymore. But Selfie branch. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a whole new ball game with this thing because it really is huge. Can you fit that big. in your pocket? I don't know. Nope. <laughs> I haven't tried oh, yet. Oh, I saw they make holders for those that it's it's like a purse strap because they're so big. It's like you, you, oh, yeah, it's she, a case you put it in and then you just carry it over your shoulder. Those were they really make, popular like, a in like the early it. 2000s and like when cell phones came out though. In mm-hmm. Asia, that was like a big, like a little self, just a cell phone purse. Oh, you should get the chain and then have it hanging in front and then have Ooh, a clock yes. on it like flavor flavor. Yes. Yes. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That, that is what it's you should do. Idea. That would be 3X dope. Yes, it would. <laughs> Let's do just mirror everyone. But first, you guys, you walk into a grocery store and find an aisle of snacks personalized just for you. All your favorite snacks in one place. That would be great, right? Now, imagine if those snacks were already at your home. Nature Box has the most delicious snacks on the planet. It's as simple as that. I'm so excited when my Nature Box gets delivered to my doorstep because that's when I get my favorite snacks and I don't have to lift a finger to get them. They're so good. Nature Box will change the way you snack forever, not just for a day or two. Forever. From my personal favorites like barbecue kettle kernels and sweet and salty nut medley, Nature Box has over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks to choose from that get delivered directly to your doorstep. And there's zero chance of getting bored because they release brand new choices every single month. There's so many options, you guys. Nature Box is full of flavor, but without any of the junk, just fun, flavorful, full snacks made with ingredients that you can trust. Plus, they've got a smart snack guarantee. So if there's ever anything you don't love, let the helpful folks at Nature Box know and they'll replace it in your next box easy and satisfying go online to get your first box at naturebox.com slash allison head to naturebox.com slash allison right now to unbox a world of taste and possibility one last time that's naturebox.com slash allison for your first box of beyond tasty hand-picked snacks sent direct to your doorstep and remember the smart snack guarantee takes the risk out of snacking okay let's do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone leanne ward hi leanne She's a top commenter, I would say. Mm-hmm. I was thinking She's earlier, awesome. I was thinking there's a lot of people that comment and I don't, I try to get it to respond to comments, but I don't always enough. But I was thinking for the people who comment, I wonder if they wonder, do I see all of them? I just want to say I do see all of them and I do recognize names that, that pop up a lot and it means so much to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like especially Leanne always has my back and she, I love that. She's awesome. You definitely see them all. You know what you, she doesn't see? Her family. <laughs> she spends all her time in Twitter. What's her Twitter handle? Allison, at Allison Rosen. Leanne no, no, no. M. Ward. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know who that is. Okay. She she's, says, what were you going to say? Nothing. I mean, she's like tweeted at me or whatever before. She's awesome. Yeah, she seems great. I feel guilty when I cancel a subscription-based service after I've taken advantage of their promo. Hashtag just mirror everyone. <laughs> yes. I feel stupid sometimes when I don't because there's plenty of things that I'm like I am going to sign up for this now and then I'm going to cancel it in six months when when the rate you know skyrockets uh and then six months comes and goes and I forget 
or I'm like, oh, I'll just wait till I get charged once, and then I'll, I don't. Know. Basically, yeah. if you have to call to cancel something, I hate having to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't really like to. This is like a subgenre of that JMO. I don't really like to bargain that much. Um, no, it's a shitty thing. You know that thing happened where Directv wouldn't carry the Dodgers in Los Angeles, and so all my friends were like. Call DirecTV and say, if they don't give you Showtime and HBO for free, you're going to change to Time Warner because you're a Dodger fan. And I like felt weird doing it because I like didn't have that gear to be like, listen, buddy. Well, because it's you're talking- me, Greg. Fuck you. If you don't do it, I'll fucking change. I was just like, all right, I subscribe to you. I felt like more like as a pragmatist, I was like, you're my service. You don't carry it. So if I want it, I should change rather than call there and be like, like the drop thing that I say. Anytime people explain that that's how you get something free, especially with cable, like call them and tell them you're going to leave and then da, da, da. I'm like, ah, maybe I'll try that because right now, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, We pay so much for our cable bill. But I feel like when I call, I always end up being like, oh, so there's nothing you can do? Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's never me. Works. Yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how to unlock these things where they're paying you to stay with them. Suddenly, yep. I'll get nicer, like nicer than I've ever been to anybody. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? You know, this my, is not what I want. My wife is Israeli. I'm sure I've mentioned that before. And like Israelis pride themselves on their ability to like uh, haggle yeah. or things. I just don't have that like, like going to buy a car with her is a nightmare. Because She's like, <laughs> it's 15 grand. We are leaving there with a $12,000 car. And I'm always like, but it's 15 grand. So let's just, I, you know, it's like one of those things yeah. where I'd rather just like pay the extra money yeah. and not like, because to me, haggling is like such an act. You're, it's I mean? like you're paying to not have to do it. Yeah. But you there's know, some part of me that's just like, now we're going through this rigmarole of like, now we're going to haggle. And I'd rather just be like, dude, I'm not going to haggle with you. Just, I just want to leave. I feel that way about a lot of stuff. That's like, just not worth it. Yeah. So I agree with this JMO. Yeah. I don't, like intense negotiation but then i think there's people like agents and lawyers like i think they get they energized it. by and it and that's a thing that's fine i don't care if other people like it i just i mean it's just not enjoyable to me i'd rather right. just sit in my house and cook or do some other things <laughs> that are fun to me like go to the movies or maybe have a beer or something <laughs> <laughs> quiet time yeah with just Greg, like, just some I, quiet you don't get that much time to like just sit around and really think about shit and I don't want to be on the phone with DirecTV being like, my bill is too much because I just have, I don't have the headspace. I don't have the bandwidth for that stuff. Oftentimes because I'm hypnogogic. (laughs) (laughs) What does that, does that mean you can lucid dream? Is that what that is? Yes, that's Uh, what that means. All right. (laughs) Handy Copperfield. Who's another awesome commenter says, just me or everyone, I think about things like <laughs> bending a nail while opening a can or something like that, and I physically cringe every time. No. I know what she means. I'll think about like like kind of disgusting physical calamities that can yeah. happen from doing all sorts of things. Or I will actually bend a nail or something from <gasps> like lately my kryptonite is opening boxes. Mm-hmm. I do not open them. Like somehow I always end up cutting myself or ripping a nail. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Probably using the wrong tool to get into it. A key. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Or open scissors. What if all those tiny things that could happen to your body is the one that is the most like disgusting to you? In terms of like paper cut or like 
tearing off a fingernail too much. Yeah. I think that one. Yeah, I <laughs> that think that made, might be yeah. the worst oh, really? thing ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you get a little corner of a fingernail and then you yank on it and it pulls like a pulp out of the inside of your finger. I got yes. a, yesterday. I got a paper cut oh, under my fingernail. Oh, it is so painful. Ooh, that's oh. bad. Yeah, he yeah. came and showed it to me, and there was a little blood under the nail, and I was like, oh. Ew. Yeah, that sucked. Alan pulled a sliver out of my hand the other day, and it was one of the most impressive things I'd ever seen. Oh. It doesn't take much in our house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just simple Boy Scout knowledge. Wait, yeah. what? It was a splinter. Yeah, it was a. It was gross. It went. I. My mom gave me this. It's like this old box, box. <laughs> that we keep. I like it. It's from when my grand my grandpa was a fruit farmer, so he had these like crates. He, he was. Yeah. Yeah. That raises one very obvious question, Jenna. Right. None of the fruits you're, you're thinking of. None of those amazing. Do you like? I like the actually apples. Definitely, he definitely grew apples. It was really uh, exciting. (laughs) So Al is pulling a splinter out. Yeah, so we got this box, and it's one of the crates. It's like the small version of one of the crates that was from the farm or something like that. Anyway, whatever. The point is I was putting it away in a closet, and it, like, just a piece of wood just went right into my hand, and I felt it go in. Then I could kind of see it, but I don't know what to do. And Al was, like, on it. He he pulled it out. You just soak the hand in water for, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes in warm water. Yep. And then you can just tweeze it right then out. Then he had a, tweezers and a light, and he had did a little... And how satisfying is the feeling when it, it leaves so your body? It was so great. Have you ever had urchins in your feet? Or like, have you ever had like a no. sea urchin in your body? No. The feeling... <laughs> <laughs> of a sea urchin in my... In, I've had a... Uh, that's a very common thing, I guess, when you surf a lot, but the feeling when it comes out is like popping the best sit you've ever had yeah. in your life. I can, I can top that. Metal shavings. Oh, they hurt so bad. bad. Not a lot of metal shavings in a Jew's hand. That's not a thing. There were not a lot of mechanics over here. (laughs) Yeah, what is? What are the circumstances where a metal shaving gets lodged in your skin? Um, if you're grinding something and it has metal shavings, or if you're, you know, if you're working with something and it's like a nut and a bolt, and then it, the thread kind of strips, and so a really thin shard of it will come off, and you're turning, and it just goes. Oh, it's just like a wood splinter, but it's metal. But it's and the satisfaction of it is. Amazing. It's amazing because it hurts so freaking bad. Like oh. sometimes when you get a wood splinter, it it's there and it bothers you, but it doesn't hurt. But the metal splinter, it just it hurts so bad and it feels like it's there all the time. Like you could just feel it hurting all the Horrible. time. I kind of want one of those now. You so don't. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna Bowman says, just mirror everyone, get nervous running over the water bottle left in the empty parking spot. What if it's a homemade explosive? Hashtag <laughs> irrational fears. <laughs> No, but I, I worry that it's filled with urine. Sometimes it is. Yeah, yeah. that's and a that thing. They're filled explode. with urine a lot. Oh, yeah. that is gross. I've never yeah. thought of that. Oh, I saw a pee bottle. I was stuck in traffic on the 101, and I saw a pee bottle like in the median just sitting there. And I was sitting there just looking at it, and I just thought, what what's going to happen to it now? It's going to roll right. in the traffic, and somebody's going to get pee all over them. You guys, I kind of was a... I kind of was a piss bottle dude for like a portion of my life. Okay. My dad was a piss bottle dad. Was he? There's a song about that, um, about how it's generational. Because I used to go on so many long drives that I would pee in bottles. And then when I was like 34, 
I drank. I did the thing like you. <gasps> no. Yeah. Get it was, it, oh, yeah. Drank your pee. Yeah, I had it in a cup holder. And I went to Jack in the Box, and I accidentally drank out of the pee oh. instead of the Jack in the Box. What did it taste so like? Horrible. I just it was in my mouth for like just enough to touch my But it tasted. Tell me everything was it warm? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cold because it had been in there for like a half a day. Did it? Ooh. What did it taste like? It was uremic. salty, but it just touched my lips just salty. for one second before I was like, salty. "That's not the Coke. That's not the Coke. That's not the Coke." <laughs> and I've never actually done it since, but. I I have done that. So you did not swallow your own Oh, tea. no, no, no. It like just touched my mouth. But was it like, oh, it burns or just like mm, salty? <laughs> no, neither of the. Well, I guess a little. Enough where I was like, this is pee is touching my mouth. Well, I guess oh. what, Mike, I'm sorry. I'm and just you had the thought, that's not Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my basically. question is, if you remember, was it the second it touched your lips, you're like, oh, this is urine and you stopped? Or was it like, oh, this tastes awful? No, the second it touched my lips. Because you knew it was urine or because it tasted so awful? Because I knew it was urine. Mm. Mm. So anyway, I never really realized that my dad was a piss bottle dad (laughs) until I had a memory. Do you remember, um, well, at Gelson's, I don't know if all supermarkets are like this. There was the fresh squeezed orange juice that came in a special kind of orange juice container with a real wide lid. Because those are the ones you want, Gatorade and the wide ones in the, like the drive through yeah. cups. Yeah. So That's I, why Gatorade is so dangerous because it already looks like pee, it already looks and then like you right. use the bottle. Yeah. I always peel the label off so Do that you? I know. Yeah. Yeah, those are That's great smart. pee bottles. <laughs> yeah. I just remember on any uh <laughs> on any car trip we always bought an orange juice bottle. Oh he did it when you guys were in the car? I mean, I guess that I guess he must have. I don't remember. Wow. I just know that there would they would always bring a bottle in the car for long car rides. They're gonna love that I just told this story. You have to find out if he ever did it when you were in the car. I sort of doubt it. Just ask. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that will that will be a comfortable conversation. Hey, Dad, it's Allison. Fine. You, uh, Sue. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, Brian. <laughs> Brian. That was your dad. Brian Allen Hobbs says just mirror everyone love watching my dog in the mirror love watching my dog watch himself in the mirror even more I enjoy when Wendy discovers herself in the mirror but not that much I always wonder if she knows that it's a reflection Um, she doesn't really react but then that means she's okay with other dogs that's true (laughs) right she couldn't know it's her though I don't think dogs have a sense of self at all. Right. So then if she sees that other dog and she's not reacting, it's like, there's that fucking dog that won't come say hi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just there. Because she'll react to dogs on TV, even if it's a tiny yeah, it's image of the dog. weird how she no- always knows there's the dog on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think Judd says, just mirror everyone, wonder why podcasts wait to the very end to cram all the plugs in when we know there's no incentive to stay and listen. At That's Daniel a- Quant, Q U N T Z. It's a good question. Twitter and Instagram. Two A's, two L's, two S's. It's a good question. I don't know because it just feel it would feel weird to do it all at the beginning. Maybe we should. I'll think about that someday. Mrs. B Harper says, "Notice the gang says I don't have kids when just mirror everyone is about kids, but they use empathy for almost any other subject." I think that is a reference to. I think on the Kelly Carlin episode, there was a Just Me or Everyone that had to do with kids, and both she and I said that we don't have kids. Um, but I don't remember what the specific Wait, Just Me or Everyone. Did she think we don't have empathy for people who have kids? I'm not sure I understand. 
she's saying I mean when I, it's a topic about kids everyone is so quick to say oh I, I don't know I can't weigh in I don't have kids whereas all the other ones you just kind of like, use your empathy to figure out how you would feel in uh, that situation yeah that's interesting uh, I think there's something specific about having kids and so it's like if you ha- if you don't have kids it feels weird to guess what that would it be it feels like. like something changes like you know people who have kids go oh you wait till you have kids so right. you just yeah. go okay fine I, I guess it's different it is, I guess right? it's different when you you have kids because I can use my empathy but everybody who has kids yeah. tells me like, you don't fucking like, know well, when you say so, like I'm a dog <laughs> person exactly, yeah. and all the cat people say like well you suck at life and you're like oh <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm just kidding <laughs> Christ now <laughs> I thought we'd put that one to bed. I know. I just had to start with that. But it's also yeah. There's like a there's a, there's like a perimeter around people like around parents because there's just like you don't really want to tell people what to do with their. I personally don't right. with their kids. I yeah. agree. That's you how know? I feel. Is that I don't want to tell them. And everybody that I know that is a parent thinks the shit out of it. It's like they're not not thinking about it. Right. Right. It's, they don't need my opinion. They don't need to be. But wait. They don't need me to go. You know, have you thought of this? this Maybe you should try to mobile pot. Like this I, is true. Everybody who has kids now thinks the shit out of it, but nobody when I was a kid was thinking at all about it. What happened? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like nobody, all the kids, all the kids right. that had their parents yes. not think about it, grew up and went. I'm gonna put a little more I'm thought. Be better. Yeah. yeah, I, I think, don't know. I think th- I think Jeff's exactly right. I think yeah. that is what happened. It's all the everyone who's like, I'm not going to be like my parents, right? <sighs> Daddy's going to pee at home. (laughs) (laughs) Jamos for A-Rose says, if I hear a couple arguing or disagreeing over anything, no matter how petty, I immediately assume divorce is imminent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't assume that, but then I start, I I do get uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, I get super uncomfortable. I don't believe that all uh, couples have arguments like those big, huge arguments. Right, right. I, I, people will say that like, oh, all couples are. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, you might have disagreements. And right. I might back Andy or something, but it's not. No. I would never. No, you're right. We've never had but, like a yelling. Like, like a blow up never explosive. Never even no. been like, either. Right. Yeah. What about you I, and your wife? Every now and then she will say like. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we don't really have those kinds of fights. Every now and then she'll say something to me like. Yeah, and then why did you yell at me about that? And I'll be like, I, I have never raised my voice I to her pe- ever, people will ever say in yell my life. When they feel yelled oh, no, I sound like someone else. No, but you're right. They, they feel like they feel yelled at. I but do I, think that. But I I've never yelled at Ayala. We've had, we definitely had arguments for sure, but I think we've had like normal arguments. I've never left an argument with my wife being like, I dislike her or something right like that, it's know? never like devolved into name calling yeah. or anything like that it kind of suggests you don't know how to communicate and so therefore if you're letting it get to that level you know either you're okay with it or you're probably gonna get split up right? <laughs> or you get off on it like i think there are couples that get off on they like it. they like feel comfortable it. with it yeah. absolutely right but you know what's even worse is the couple that do you know any couples that you, that you <laughs> do you guys know any couples that you feel like don't love each other Sure. Hmm. I've seen that. Yes. I, I, mm-hmm. We know, I'm, there is one couple that we know, think? and I'm definitely not going to say their name, but I'm like positive that they don't love each other. Sure. I can tell I just think, by hanging out with them that like they dislike being in the presence I knew, of one another. I did know. I did know a couple. My um, my dad and my stepmom, <laughs> 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 they didn't love each other. <laughs> you know, let's see. How, uh, this couple that you know... <laughs> How long have they been together? <laughs> They've been together for like 
<laughs> 10 years and they have two children. They have two wonderful Dang. kids. But it's just one of the things where when you hang out with them, like he talks about himself, about himself, about himself, and then there's a pause. And then she talks about herself, about it, and there's no like interrelationship between them. Right. They don't seem bonded in any way. And then they, they shut the door and he puts on the Zorro mask and they have their life together. Perhaps it's possible. But I always like, sometimes I want to pull him aside and be like, do you love that? You know, the wife, you know, but I don't cause that would be weird. <laughs> I don't know him that well, but if you're listening, you know who you are. You guys don't like, it. you know who you are. <laughs> you people in a loveless marriage. I had a thought last night. I was wondering, I was thinking back on my early dating days and thinking of these guys I knew who were just, no, they would just notoriously cheat on their girlfriends or their wives. And yeah. of there's a few guys I know that I'm thinking of specifically who were married and they were cheating on their wives and they all since divorced those wives mm. and they're all remarried. And I'm wondering, are they cheating on these wives too? Probably. Or that's my question. Is it is it like once a cheater, always a cheater? Or these guys who would just cheat on their girlfriends if they're now married are they cheating on those on those wives or is it something that people grow out of i mean i think that the the married guys i'm talking about were genuinely in obviously unhappy relationships but still i think cheating is shitty yeah i guess it depends if they're and now i think they're in better relationships but for all i know they're still cheating i think if people cheat because the relationship's over that's one thing, but if they're cheating, you mean they're still together, but it's like over. they're like it's over, but we just don't have the courage to break up. But if it's no, I'm I'm in it. Like this is my relationship, but I'm going to cheat. Those people, I think, cheat. Yeah, they, they, like so. they just they don't have yeah. that problem with doing it. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I think it's, it's weird. All those things are so weird, and I just hope. Ugh, mm-hmm. I just hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate it all. For Roman, for excuse me, for color Roman says, I pop the collar up on my polo shirts when I go out on a hot sunny day to keep it from sunburn. Worried I look douchey. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I do that. <laughs> yes. And you're worried about it. Well, I just think, oh, I'm, I'm. You're that guy. I'm. Re- I realize what I look like, so I either you know try to amp it up, amp it up, yeah. and play like I'm one of the uh, you know. Uh, the brat pack or something sure uh or uh by the way billionaire boys club billionaire boys club is how did you know that's what i was trying to think of? i don't know oh my god i was like struggling (laughs) well i was thinking who are a bunch of douches that are boys club is exactly what i was trying to think (laughs) of yeah or or i just you know go well but uh, I didn't even know this was an option. But like, I just assume to to protect yourself. Oh, I just right. thought the pop your collar was like, okay, you really think you're looking hot? I today. suspect that's why they started doing it. Right? Oh my really? Gosh, I feel like they started it just to be douchey. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that gave me delight though is watching the wet hot uh, American American Summer, Summer TV uh, the Netflix, Netflix show, and they had the character Josh Charles who was wearing three polos. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Natalie Morris. Hi, Natalie says get super impatient when people can't open attachments that are clearly there or drop lo- drop box links to attachments hashtag just mirror everyone to be honest when i read that i'm like oh god i feel like i might be that person sometimes <laughs> i think the dropbox thing is new to people okay well she's a tech person she's been covering tech for a while so i could see her getting irritated with that so i guess that's not me i'm not super annoyed by that because that doesn't happen 
to me that often. More often, I think I might be like, the attachment's not here. How do I get it? So yeah, sorry, my, sorry my, to everyone. My yeah, my cousin of that of that JMO is when people write back and they're like, no attachment. I fucking hate because I know there's no attachment. I know there's no. Wait attachment. a minute. So if you say, hey, uh, hey, take a look at this uh, spreadsheet. And then you don't send the spreadsheet. How are they supposed to let you know that you didn't send? They're the just supposed to wait a second for the email yeah. that says "now with spreadsheet." <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But people often don't know. They always know. No. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They, no, they don't. Really? I get emails I all the time where there's supposed to be an attachment, and then they don't. It's, you know. But you know what it is, Daniel? I don't like the pride of the first responder. <laughs> I don't like the first responder who's like, oh, I'm the like one who first. discovered no attachment. Well, I, I would say that like when, when <laughs> if you send an email to like 50 people and you and you forget the attachment and they reply all like, hey, moron, no attachment. I'm like, yeah, come on. All you had to do was reply directly to directly. me. And they didn't and have to say, you say moron. Reply all so <laughs> much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 moron. But when I send out important emails, like if I have to send out a budget or a script or something... 30 seconds after I send it, I, I'll read it again. Do you do that? No, no I, I don't yeah. think people no. do that. Uh, maybe maybe if, that. It was, if it's a really big email like yeah. that was really important, I, I might go back. That. But uh, I, I do occasionally forget attachments only because send, I send like 300 emails a day. Yeah. I get I, like, too many emails a day. Yeah. I, I can't read them Does, twice. And Gmail sometimes tells you that something should be attached. You ever oh, had that happen? Gmail does that. Yeah, email that's amazing. When it's like attached, please find today's script. And if you don't attach it, it'll say, "Did, did you, mean you mean to attach?" Yeah. Oh, wow. so, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because Gmail's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. badass. Hmm. <laughs> that concludes our just me or everyone's. You guys, you need a T-shirt. We have T-shirts available. Go to my website. On the right side, you'll see a photo of a t-shirt. Click that. It will take you to the site where you can buy a t-shirt. Also, we have ringtones and more available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Touch the tushy, touch, oh, yeah. touch the tushy, tushy, touch. It's your one hit. The song of Spring Break 2016, folks. Where were you the first time you heard Touch the Tushy? I was right here. Dude, this takes me back to Daytona Beach. Woo! <laughs> Both of these available on iTunes. Search either Hey Go Fuck Yourself or Touch the Tushy from your iPhone in the iTunes store. Oh, or maybe you don't want to use iTunes. Go to Gumroad, G-U-M-R-O-A-D.com slash Allison Rosen. Gumroad.com slash Allison Rosen. And also on Gumroad, you'll find the song that Greg Heller wrote for the Al Quiz. It's available for a pay-what-you-wish price. And more ringtones are coming, so just hang on to your pants. We have two special bonus episodes available. Those are in the comedy album section of iTunes. Thank you so much for all of your Amazon support. Um, I've been meaning to say thank you. It 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 means a lot to the show. Thank you. Um, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. And thank you for your PayPal support. PayPal link's on the right side of the website. Um, and if you like what you're hearing, Subscribe on iTunes and tell a friend. And um, another small thing you can do if you're sitting there thinking, what can I do? Which you might not be, but why aren't you? Um, when I tweet about the show, retweet it and let your followers see that uh, that there's a new episode that is up. Thank you so much, listeners. Hey, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I just felt I feel like I needed a little word. Mm-hmm. A little word. That's good word parfait <laughs> wake up follow me on twitter at allison rosen 
follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. <laughs> Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. <laughs> Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on social media at Colonel Jeff Fox or check out my podcast, Barracuda Radio, where finer podcasts are found. Daniel? Um, I'm at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z, at this, the things. When you when you push your cheeks back like that, it affects your voice. Like this or like this? <laughs> like that. Both. Find me at, <laughs> at Daniel Quantz. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing where you push your face and you go, huh, I'm fatty. My mom was fatty. What no, it's chubby. We were on the back of the motorcycle. Chubby. We were on the, she said, son, go faster on the motorcycle. And I said, no. She said, go faster. And then I went faster. And she went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I had heard a different version classic. of that one. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Uh, find it on Netflix. Do kids still do that stuff? <laughs> huh? kids still do and like they, Miss, God, they have to do that. And all the hand clapping. Miss Sue. Miss Sue. Sure. Miss Sue from Alabama. They just, but and they have an app for it. No, they, don't do it. they just do it on an app. Go out and you, you stink that like one. Chubby right. on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Al, where can we find you? Uh, at Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's on Twitter and Instagram. Jenna, uh, check out our podcast. Sorry, not sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones. You can find it on iTunes by searching Jenna Kim Jones, or go to my website, Jenna Kim Jones. Hashtag no regrets. Ah. <laughs> it's okay, Greg. Listen. I'm a 43-year-old conservative guy. <laughs> Conventional wisdom says I shouldn't like this stuff, but it's so entertaining and often laugh out loud funny that I can't help but love it. <laughs> this is the greatest iTunes comment of him. all time. We love him. Come on. What? We love We are celebrating This guy's him. amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. great. I'm, I'm not making fun of this in the oh, slightest. Good, good. I'm really into the fact that this guy said, listen, I'm a 43-year-old conservative guy. <laughs> he's very comfortable with himself. I get it. But yeah. where can we find Great you? Oh, uh, hi! Still recording. <laughs> At Dong Attack one o one n one g. Two T's. Two T's. A, a C and, and a K. K. Yeah. <laughs> On Instagram and Twitter, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosie is your new best friend.